0: Mm,
1: did you hear what said said? Did you hear what said said?
0: Did you hear
1: what said said? You wanna do it? <laughs> you got
0: it. Hold up, this is not gonna work. I don't
1: know. And here we go.
0: I don't know why you turn red
1: because <laughs> crippled. <laughs> oh, I see. Not it's able to do it like normal. Yeah.
0: Shouldn't be embarrassing, son.
1: Mm.
0: I don't understand that concept, but
1: I, I've been thinking about it when I go out to, uh, when I go out in person, it makes it seem like, I don't know why I see it as a form of weakness. So it's like, where it's like, a, it's an immediate sign. Like I was, uh, <laughs> I told somebody the other day. I was like, this would be the perfect time to come rob me because Like I don't want them to but like it'd be funny because it wouldn't be funny But it's just like hey, you can't really you can't. Defend I, can't yourself. Do nothing. Mm-hmm. I can't even like if I even like swung it would hurt mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I just it just feels weak. It feels embarrassing, you know mm-hmm.
0: Can you um, let us know what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got like two minutes to tell us what happened.
1: Yeah, very simple. Uh, I was training for an Ironman, and people who don't know what an Ironman is, it basically it's a triathlon. If you don't know what a triathlon is, a triathlon is where you swim, bike, and run. It's like a, it's like doing a marathon or a run or competition, but it involves all three. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was training for it a week ago, and um, I was on NASA Parkway, and I was riding. I think I was at 18 miles an hour, riding my bike, and i try to go from the bike lane on the street to the business driveway to avoid an intersection Is like how i like to explain it but the more i've been thinking about it i have some thoughts that's to not it. what you did i have some thoughts to it but what happened was i was in that bike lane i went to the i tried to bunny hop most kids who ride their bikes I even mean, you probably, you know what a bunny hop is right so mm-hmm. i tried to bunny hop the bike and front wheel made it me and the back wheel didn't make it <laughs> and uh, I slipped and, uh, well I didn't slip, but the bike just threw me to the side. And uh, like a, I explained it like a, <laughs> like a throwing a rock on a lake. I just skipped across the concrete like twice, three times. And I like threw it to the side and on the second, um, I wanna say it was like, this. it wasn't the first initial, but the second skip, I felt the pop in my arm. And um, it was, I thought it was my shoulder. So I tried to like, pop it back into place, like lifting it up in the air. I try to pop it back. Mm-hmm, I could feel mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. rub. And um that's when I, I thought I was about to pass out and I called you and basically I broke my collarbone. Uh training for an Ironman, riding my bike and that's the basis.
0: That's short version. And then so you went for a f- you went to the emergency room, got checked out, told you, yeah, confirm you broke your collarbone, whatever. Yep. Not not your shoulders dislocated, which was your hope, and it just needed to be popped back into place. Yeah. Um they said to follow up with the orthopedic doctor and you did. Yeah. And then they're like immediately, Hey, let's do surgery. Yeah, uh, let, let let's put some screws in you and put this together and no issues and recovery and you'll be done. Yes. Put so plates, that's that's plates like coming up. How two long days. has this t- whole time frame been? Two weeks?
1: No it seems it feels like that. It feels like a month. It, it feels like honestly it feels long but uh, this happened last week uh, last Thursday it happened and so it's only been like 10 days. Mm-hmm. Really I want to say so. Oh no it's been two weeks. Has it been two oh, I'm telling you, I feel like a long time.
0: I took my rental back on Thursday and I had it for a bit while you and I picked you up
1: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like it's two weeks anyways so in that it's definitely two weeks it's our second Sunday with you with that last Sunday you
1: I went to church with it last Sunday and then this is the second Sunday yeah it's barely, anyways it's been a, it's been a bit
0: we can have mean in sure. the middle.
1: It's been <laughs> ten days. <God.
0: laughs> All right, kid. You're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a little bit, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been some time.
0: Okay, so I'd like to talk about it because um, you seem like that you've been uh, you've been going through it, not <laughs> just physically. Put a stop to your day to day enthusiasm of running and physical health meant with your mental health, uh, combined with the physical health. So you say mental health, get out, go do walk. You seem like you want to say something. Okay. Um, but even on the day of your accident, uh, sitting in the emergency room emotionally, you could tell your, your, your mind was going, I feel like this is me just assuming, looking on the outside, like you were just sitting there trying to figure out what you were going to do from this point forward, (laughs) because you had a goal, you had a mission, you had all your different, not just the triathlon, what's it called?
1: Triathlon, Ironman. The Ironman, not just the
0: Ironman, but you had other marathons and different races or whatever you had lined up. Mm -hmm. And, um, those are like your mini goals, your daily goal, you get out, you exercise and Mm -hmm. all this different stuff. And that kind of put a complete stop to it Mm -hmm. for the moment. And, um, and I think your thought was just, how can I get back into that same groove? And how do you want to explain where it's put you mentally because obviously, physically, it's put a stop. You're in discomfort, pain, until you get your surgery and start healing there.
1: Yeah, it's broken right now. And it's been broken since I broke it. Obviously, so <laughs> for a collarbone break, they don't give you a cast or anything like that. Like, I know you get a cast and it's still broken. Obviously, it's like repairing or whatever. But like, they pretty much told me initially, like, you're just going to have to let it heal back. And, or until they'll see what the orthopedic says. Mm-hmm. And then the orthopedic doctor was like, well, you know... I recommend you get surgery because of the athlete that you are and how intense you work out, mm-hmm. and it's an intense workout. It's not this ain't. It's, it's not. It's not easy. It is mm-hmm. really hard, and I need full function. And so he said to get back to that percent of where I want to be, the quickest way to do is surgery. And I said, well, how quick can you get me on the table? Because you know how I am. It's like you talking. It well, how quick can I get my how quick can you get me under. And he was like, Tuesday. I was like, Tuesday as in like five days from now, Tuesday. And he was like, Yeah, Tuesday. Okay. I'm like, All right. Like, let's do it. Uh, which that's a whole nother story on how that happened. But where it put me at at first, yeah, I think for anybody, at first their initial thought is like, how I want to take this is like it's just a collarbone break. Steady. Right.
0: Are you are you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt real quick. I'm good. C- can you turn your hat? Backwards, are you comfortable? Uh, you got your hat, nobody could see your eyes, <laughs> and it's kind of hard to hear you talking and listen to you talking without being able to see your eyes. Yeah, unless you just want to leave your hat on.
1: No, I don't. I can turn backwards. Okay, you know how I am.
0: I know, but it, yeah, it
1: well, means I'm when,
0: not. When I'm having a conversation with you, I want to see your eyes, and I feel like uh, I don't, you're hiding behind your
1: hat. No, I'm not. Okay, I mean, I'm not social whenever I usually have it. Yeah. forward um okay so at first yes i think like anybody i want to take this where i like to take it is that it's just a collarbone break right one thing that i loved that about you that you said when i called you and i told you about, well when i told you about the surgery was you said that said you know at least it's just a surgery it's temporary it's eight weeks out uh eight weeks of Recovery, and you just go under. You get it done. It's repairable. And hey, you gotta live with a couple plates and a couple screws in your arm and, and your and your your shoulder, and you're good. Just go on, right? I'll be good in eight weeks. Ideally, yeah. Some people have cancer, and some people are going through much much worse that doesn't have any curable things. Mm-hmm. And so, I just like to take it just just say that a lot of people go through things in life and if you've watched most of my podcasts i always talk about it like something inevitably is going to happen in your life that throws you off and something that's not ideal but you have to be ready for it and i believe that the two marathons and the two half marathons that i've ran in the past 40 days this year. 30 days 35 days this year um and I don't know, over a thousand miles of running and training that i put in and within less than two months, three months has got me to this point of, which is funny because I was going through those runs for a mental reason to get me into a better mental place. I knew I was going to find somebody that was going to put me in a place where I had to become something different and dig deep into my heart and my soul to, to get to the finish line. And I did. I found a new Cedric, a good one, but this, this is putting me... In a totally different world yeah. of uh, of thinking, and a new Cedric that I have to meet, uh, one of uh, faith, one of really reliant on God, and it's been it's been a very very big challenge. More this more challenging than running a marathon to me. So it's
0: not just like a physical injury; it ended up affecting you spiritually. Like there was a spiritual message you feel like <clears throat> behind your physical injury.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. I want to say is like a lot of people, a lot of people go through things in life. Uh, If not, they're going through it right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going through it right now. Someone right now, if not everybody who watches this right now, if they're not hiding from what they, if they deal with what they got in life and they're truly trying to face it and grow and become better, they're dealing with something right now. And so what I would like to do is be a beacon of light in that sense of like, it's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. it's okay. And um, for me, you know, it may not seem like a big thing to someone else, but for me, running is has is, just been everything to me. Exercising has been everything to me. It's been mentally good, spiritually good. I feel close to God when I run. I feel all these things. And uh, but
0: can, If I can r- interrupt, I mm-hmm. feel like you express that whenever you run. Um, let's say you're at home or you're going about your day not at home and your thoughts and your day are just kind of becoming overwhelming and, and not in a positive way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, you'll want to run to kind of like, hey, I just need to go for a run. like Because it yes. helps you detox. It helps clear your head. It helps you feel better.
1: For people to understand, if you drink, if you smoke cigarettes or whatever, smoke mm-hmm. weed, uh, your escape that people use, uh, reading books, watching TV, binge watching, having a comfort show and stuff like that, running does that for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if, that's just easiest way to explain it. Whatever your niche is that you like to do, and that's your escape or your hobby, your favorite thing that gets you to uh, to run away from the world a little bit and kind of like digress and kind of like just be to yourself. That's what running does for me. It mm-hmm. legit does it for me. Exercising does that for me. And it was taken and away. It,
0: then, yeah. So then you, hit, you had your accident. Yes. And then again, being in your thoughts that first night, it's like, how are you going to get that um, detox or yeah, that yeah. relief from the, the demons that haunt you on a daily basis? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. No, if yeah. If it's not you're, right.
1: you're not you're not off because...
0: I feel like that's where you were at. Mm-hmm. I seen your struggle. I feel like you were in your own head, just sitting with you at the emergency room. Yeah, for sure. You didn't express a lot, but I just could see it in you and in your interactions with other people, I feel like. It's like you were... Uh, can we curse on here? Or you can. Yeah. Okay. It was like it was like, oh shit, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> kind of moment. Like you were freaking out in a very calm way, but you were still freaking out. And it it was just a, a realization and you have to hash it all out. But Yeah. So what you had came to though is you feel like J- Jesus has been talking to you and you may not a hundred percent been listening to him because you were gonna going about things in your own manner thinking you had it under control you had your goal set your running set mm-hmm. you were feeling good you know you 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 had it you thought you were good you know but god you feel like maybe said hey you're not listening to me you're supposed to be putting me first and although mm-hmm. he was in your life he's not necessarily first where he could be obviously he was He's there, but not first. And yeah. so now he's making sure that you're listening and, and not doing what you said wants to do necessarily, but making sure you seek him first.
1: Absolutely. Is that correct? Yeah.
0: And so you've kind of dived back into praying more,
1: reading I more. I wouldn't say praying more. I pray every night, all the time, all day. Anybody who's gone out to eat with me knows that we pray first all Mm -hmm. the time before we really do. Yeah, before we eat and we always give thanks if they don't mind. I always ask if they don't mind. Let's give thanks. But um, I would say my prayers have transformed. Mm -hmm. They've evolved. Mm -hmm. Uh, He made me dig deeper in my prayers. I'm not sure a lot of people pray and it's always the same old prayer over and over if you don't say like the beginning like now nah, i lay myself down to sleep it's always like the you know i pray for my like my kids i pray for my family i pray for work you know it's like the same routine right mm-hmm. but then it's kind of like all right cool i said it i'm done you know for me it's not necessarily like that for i know that's how some people may do I prayers do. right very same.
0: it gets very routine very, very routine I say the same thing
1: for me i try to challenge myself with god and I try to profess what I need and what I want for him, not only for you, for everybody in the family, and not only for that, but for people that I see, that I just want to pray for, not only just Joel, my pastor and everything, like for everyone, like mm-hmm. I try to fit everyone in, but these prayers have been different. And they've been a little weird. I could feel them at times that i am connected to them and we're on the line together. And then sometimes it's like, I finished praying and it was really good. And I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm in it. And I don't, I don't feel any connection. That's how I felt last night. No, the night before last night. Um, yeah, I was praying and I was crying in my prayer hard. And I was just like, you know, I feel stuck. I feel, I don't know what to do. What do you want me to do? Uh, I kind of want to give up I think I've prayed like four times that I want to, I, I relinquish control in my life, which is hard. Uh,
0: it's hard to say
1: it. It's hard. I think it's hard not only just for me to say it, but I think for a lot of people to say it. Because a lot of us, we want to control our lives. We want to, because that's what we have to, you got to live. Mm-hmm. So we try to control our lives. We try to like manage our day and manage our time. And we always hear like, you know, give God, let walk with God, give faith and have faith in God, let him lead you, let him guide you, let mm-hmm. him walk follow his footsteps, hear him, you know, and it's like, well, how many people really do that? And, and how do you do it? And how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And I've, God has me in this position right now to to do that. And I honestly feel like I'm, I just got the crack of it. I can't even say I'm doing it, but I am doing it because I know that whenever I first had it broken, I had a lot of stuff planned out. Just to run it out real quick, I had uh, a half marathon that weekend. I had, oh no, I had a 5K in Galveston. No, I had a half marathon in Galveston. Oh. I had a half marathon in San Antonio the next week. No,
0: no, no. You had Saturday rodeo. Yeah, Oh yeah,
1: the f- Saturday rodeo run. And then the next day was going to be a half Sunday. marathon in Gal- Galveston. Yes, half Then marathon. the following weekend, which would be this weekend, was going to be uh, San Antonio.
0: And wasn't there something yesterday, like a woodland's?
1: there was a Woodlands marathon yesterday. And then um, next weekend, I believe next week, yeah, next weekend is the Spartan races. So the 5k and a 10k next weekend, then the following weekend, I was going to go to Austin, and I was going to do a Tough Mudder. And then and then I was going to quit. And in April, I was going to train from there on out until April and do the uh, April 2nd and do the Ironman. Be, was
0: yeah. A, in between all of this, you were already training. already planning. You were already training. For
1: it. And those are just like training days. It's like, OK, well, if I'm going to run a long run that day, may as well go get go see another city, get out of town for a little bit, clear my head, go run and come back. Mm-hmm. I'm already training for a Ameri- or for Ironman anyways. May as well get something out of it while I do it. And um, I had a point is I had a lot lined up and a lot planned, a lot in my control. And I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna do all this. I've been doing it since like, you know. And
0: I feel like you felt like you were like not on top control. of the world necessarily, but you were doing good. Yeah. You were moving. You were grooving. You were going. You, you had everything planned out and you were feeling yeah. good about what you were doing. Yeah. You were on a good path.
1: I was eating well. I mm-hmm. got down to 5% body fat. Uh-huh. I got down to 5% body fat. My skin was looking good. My mm-hmm. diet was in shape. I was being very disciplined with everything that I was doing. Except everything except for God. Mm-hmm. I was putting Him on the back burner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although I was going to church, yeah. although I was going on Wednesday, I wasn't being obedient in the sense of I wasn't listening. I mean, I'd pray every night, but it was just that's what's so weird about this right now is that I, and it's not like a perfect thing, but I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't sin. Like, in the horrible sense. Right. I, I, I know it sounds bad to say, but some people get drunk every weekend and now the rodeo season's here. Everybody always wants to go out and drink. I get it. I, I get it. A lot of people don't think that alcohol is bad, but you were, you remember at Bible study the other night and they said, Oh, I'm going to leave that one out. But no, she said, it. she said that alcoholism or alcohol in her family, really, she's starting to see how it touched her family. Okay. and how it got with our family. A lot of people don't realize how bad alcohol really, really is and how these vices that we have really grab us. But I can say before someone gets upset that my vice, my trade-off, was running. Mm-hmm. And it I, it consumed me. Uh-huh. And it was consuming me uh, from family, from so God. you strongly disagree God.
0: with drinking. But you also see we're running – is this, it could be equal to drinking. It can. Be- beca- because you you uh, give it priority over everything or a possibility where it yeah. hurts your family.
1: Because you need to figure out, okay, I have order and discipline, like the diet. That's eating, that is really good. The diet was really well. Like, I'm going to stick with that. Mm-hmm. Getting up and, and doing the workouts. Working out is really good for you. It's just when it consumes your life, which is funny because I had Chris on here the other day And he was talking about how it ruined, uh, almost ruined his relationship because he let working out consume his life. And it almost ruined his relationship with his now current fiance that he has. And so he had to learn how to prioritize that and and put it into place. But my whole thing was when it started this was control, was giving up control. So everything
0: in moderation though is part of it, in my opinion
1: in its own sense because like where, in moderation eating, but let's be eating honest eating doesn't though. seem
0: like a bad thing but if you overindulge it's a bad thing right um yeah, let's be exercise honest exercise is though. not a bad thing but if you if you if you exercise in, in an excess that's actually can become unhealthy because mm-hmm. mental your mental state there's just, I mean there's only so much exercise you really need to do in a day yeah if your mental state is in in a good place
1: think yeah but I if, think you, teaches if you their own if, on it mm-hmm. of what they're doing I mm-hmm. think everybody needs exercise at least 30 minutes a day at the mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. go walk <laughs> 30 minutes a day go walk um, but you know for someone like me it'd be three hours would be the suffice for me mm-hmm. reason being is because I want an hour uh, I need an hour of stretching or 45 minutes of stretching. Mm-hmm. I need that and that's not technically working out but it is you sweat if you do it right. Um. But I need a couple hours. I need a couple hours of, of working out. So I got to wake up early.
0: So the control thing, though.
1: Yeah, it was control. So relinquishing control, and I had to pray that, God. and I cried to it because it was hard to get out, mm-hmm. and I had to relinquish control and tell him, you know, it, I ruined relationships in my life, mm-hmm. recent and, um you know, trying to control everything I noticed myself and not giving it to God and letting him handle it. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and watch the first episode we ever made, mm-hmm. it was giving God control and letting him guide everything. That was like the theme I feel like almost kept coming up. And, um, you know, it was just, just giving up control. Like, God, I give it to you. Is what I said. I give it to you. I don't care how I live. I don't care if I have the house that I live in. I don't care if I have the truck that I have. I don't care because none of it means anything to me. What means more to me is living for you is what I was telling him and being happy with you and being obedient with you. That means a lot more to me than anything. I don't need any of it. I don't like it. Like, I don't feel good. I'm not I'm happy, but I'm not like th- those things don't so- fill me. They don't fill me with joy. What fills me with joy is knowing that I'm being obedient and I just can feel it. I can feel when I'm walking right with God. It's just really weird. And I know whenever I'm not, I know when I'm making a wrong decision and I know whenever I'm being disobedient. And the reason why is because it's usually what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And usually whenever you do or when you're doing something that you want to do, it's because you want to do it and you're not walking with God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how do you know that? And you just know, you just yeah, feel it. Yeah,
0: you, because you feel like a rebellious teenager because you know. You know. It's like, but it's what you want. Your desire outweighs, or you allow it to outweigh what you know you should be doing.
1: So to take it to the control, the next, and I was praying to God. I was like, you know, what do I do? I woke up at 444, no joke. I took a picture of my watch. I woke up at 444 that next morning, and this is Thursday that I broke my arm or broke my collarbone. Laying in bed, I think, that night or it was Friday night. It was the day before. It had to be Friday because it was the day before uh, the race on Saturday, the rodeo. Yes. And I woke up that morning and I was Determined 444.
0: to go to your run. Yes. I was still telling Still with a broken collarbone. Yeah. It was Friday because night. Because yeah. you had not yet given up control yet. No, because we went this to the ballpark. This was your initial.
1: Remember we went to the ballpark and I was telling everybody, I was telling Grandpa, I was like, hey, I'm running tomorrow. I'm going to go to the rodeo run. <laughs> and then I got I'm going to go walk it
0: mindset was still there yeah, yeah i'm
1: gonna go walk it i'm gonna go walk the rodeo run i'm gonna go walk 5K. the galveston yeah, yeah three miles
0: k. yeah it's okay
1: three miles and then i was Broken like you know what bone. yeah i was like you know what i'm still gonna be an obedient child of god because what i'm gonna do is is on sunday right i'm gonna go walk the run at okay so the race starts at this is my mindset and it sounds like an if you if you pay attention it sounds like an alcoholic Really, because it's like, man, I'm going to go run. Uh, uh, I'll get there. They start at eight o'clock. OK, I, I could walk. And I, it starts at eight o'clock, 5K. That's three miles. OK, I know I can walk three miles in an hour. OK, after that, I just go home, shower real quick. I can make service by 11 o'clock. And then I'll just, you know, and you're just you're still trying to do what you want to do and not listen and ask God. Take a second pause and ask him, God, what do you want me to do? And, and that's, what, that's what we heard today on the sermon. Mm-hmm. It's deep down. God, what is it that you want me to do before you go out to drink? God, do you want me to go out and drink tonight and go be around these people that have pointless conversations? Literally, it's always almost pointless conversations. And you're always getting yourself into some stuff that you should not be getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. And, and most of the time, it's just being negative, talking about a negative week. And it's doing nothing to inspire or to put a positive twist on the week to come. It's just almost always negative talk, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I just have my own opinion on what alcohol brings. So
0: So you're not a big fan. We know,
1: we know this. Yeah. So I wasn't listening and I, at, at 444,
0: so, but you're relating God, alcoholism the same as the situation you were with your yeah. whole running and your, your intentions with running and not letting it go. Yes. Like you were holding on to it the same. Yeah.
1: Knowing damn well you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Everything in you, every single time that you go out, you're like, there's going to be this little voice in your head. And I know it because I've been through it. Like, I promise you, I've been through it. That's why I speak so heavily on it. And a lot of people, I've gotten phone calls about it. Literally phone calls. Like, alcohol ain't that bad. So what, I like to have one wine every... I was like, dude, then cool. Like, live your life. This is mine and because I've been through it. But trust me, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. I know what you're running from. I do. I run from it. I ran from it. I know what's going on in your head. You could call it what you want. You could lie to me all you want. You just hide it really well. And the problem is, is that you don't want to face the truth. The reason why you don't want to face the truth is because the truth is hard. And you got to change your life and give it to who? To God. Mm -hmm. And you have to ask God, how do you want me to live? Well, I don't want you to be drinking anymore. And that's so hard. Cedric, I don't want you running anymore right now. I want I want you to ask me what you want me to do and I'm going to show you. Let me lead your Let life. Let me lead you. And that, now he's what, doing that.
0: That's what oh, that's What you've hard. come to the conclusion to.
1: Yeah, it's hard, man. It's, I, I get it. I'm not trying to like, when I know I talk passionately when I come to it and I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad when I talk about it. I care because I understand what it's like to be upset and to have those friends who are, you know, they're friends that like to go out and drink and y'all do talk and you feel fine. You feel like, Oh, I'm just going out for a night. No harm, no foul. Just drink. But how long are you going to do that for? How many years are you going to do that for? Mm -hmm. Is this just temporary? Is it just because I'm, you know, is it because I'm young and this is what I'm gonna do now or I'm older? Uh, uh, No problem. Or I'm midlife. I'm living good. I got a good career. Why not? What excuse are you making up to not live and follow God? Ask God, pretty much ask God, is that how you want to be living? And almost, I could tell you right now, he doesn't want you to live in that, whatever you're indulging in, that's taking over your life, that's causing you to not have priorities. And I promise you, if you're young, you most likely need to be focusing on going to school or going to work or starting your career. If you're from age 18 to 30, If you're from 30 to 40, and it doesn't matter, I'm not saying like it's not all of it's like that, but if you're from 30 to 40, I feel like you should be building up and really getting into your career. Mm-hmm. If you're from 40 to 50, and then also having family and building a family and being in them. You're out going, hanging out with people, dumping your kids off, no offense, and I know everybody needs a break. I'm not saying that's the thing, but I mean, you're leaving your, but your kids are great. They they should not make you change your life and want to live better. You should be more focused on your kids. The reason why your kids stress yourself out or stress you out probably is because you don't spend enough time with them. And I'm not saying, I know it's very like loose. I don't mean it like that, but like maybe instead of going out and drinking and dumping your kids off, you spend a couple of extra hours and 30 like minutes with them going over school stuff, mm-hmm. really getting into their world, figuring out what do they want? How's school going? How are things going? Maybe it wouldn't make you want to drink so much. Your kids should be your fulfillment there. God gives you my whole point is like I'm learning. God gives me things that I don't need to go and and, and, and do that. Running mm-hmm. is great. I'm gonna keep exercising, but I'm not gonna let it take over my life. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't need it to. What am I doing it for? I was the thing, what are you doing it for, said? And I can't answer that question for the life of me. It's so hard. What were you doing it for, said? Were you doing it for you? Which yes. Or were you doing it for my glory? But if I'm doing it for his glory, then how does that relate to him? How, am I helping people? I, I go there, run, and I leave. I don't talk to nobody. I'm not, I'm not helping any, I don't know. I don't know. Like I have something that I'm working on right now that may lead to it. And that's what I was doing. I was trying to build and I'm going to build a, um, my, my brand of myself of running so that therefore certain things I'm working on can attract people. Yeah. But like, what are you, but is it all in the end? Is it for God? And for right now, for me, if it's not for God, then I'm not living it. I'm not living right. Yeah. But
0: you, you, you were on that path, but I feel like all of a sudden you did get on the, this, this all about said mode. I all was of a all sudden. about me. Cause you were feeling good and you were, you were trying to do better each run even better.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm just, I'm, you know, I thought about it the other day too. It's just funny what happens whenever you have to stay put and everybody who knows me knows I don't like to stay put. Yeah, And um, this is very hard for me. This is very challenging for me. And and most people think like, dude, that's the difference between me. And I'm not trying to brag on myself. But honestly, that's the difference between me and other people. Most people would love to be in this position to not have to do nothing. To just have to sit and relax and watch TV all day and not. No, dude, this sucks for me. Mm -hmm. This sucks. Like, I want to get up early as hell and go run. And, and you don't even
0: like to ask for help to do anything. I don't. Like you, oh don't my, you don't. You yes. don't want anybody changing out your water tank thing, whatever that thing is called. No. You don't. You don't want any kind of help like that. But it's okay to get help like that. And you asked for it today. And that's good.
1: Yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> I don't like to ask for help. I don't like to seem quote unquote weak. But in the same sense, that's weak. You know, like mm-hmm. ask for help. Mm-hmm. god's telling me this is why you have a mom. This is why you got brothers this is why you have mm-hmm. family family this is why Fines. you have friends this is why you have these things is to depend on them and to mm-hmm. to lean on them you know I, it's just so many things it's like nowadays it's, it's just weakness. like it's mm-hmm. not i don't think it is i i'm starting to I learn it's a
0: guy thing i don't know maybe maybe obviously no, there's I tell you, women that think thing. that way but uh,
1: it's, it's, mom, it's a cultural thing the reason why it's a cultural thing is because we're being um uh, I don't know. even call it like indoctrinated or like we're being brainwashed right now to just be all about yourself hmm. focus on yourself don't if someone screws you over cut them out of your life like we're being taught that if you go on social media most people i mean that's what you see it's it's a lot of selfishness and it's good to be selfish it's, it's very good to take to have boundaries for yourself, have the way people want to treat you. And you know, you're not going to put up with anything else but that it's good. Mm -hmm. But also you need to have some softness to you and understand that people are human. They make mistakes and people are human. It just happens. Yes, you're going to go through life. If you're going to go through life, cutting off every single body who does you wrong or you don't wanna give them another chance, you're gonna be really, really lonely and really, really upset and depressed your whole entire life. Cause i prom- I'm gonna let you know right now, like you already know people are like, they're horrible, dude. Like people, it takes time for them to grow. And how can they grow? They grow through, they grow through mistakes mm-hmm. if they learn from their mistakes. And they have to make a mistake in order to learn. That's how they learn but what keeps you together, I'm learning, is love. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing, love. Like true love, man, like, and that's why I feel close right now with God.
0: Unconditional love?
1: Unconditional true love.
0: Unconditional love is, is- It's hard. Yeah, I thought I knew unconditional love, and then I realized I don't. I don't know that I can give unconditional love.
1: It's hard. Yeah. But guess Very. who loves you more than anything?
0: jesus yes and jesus gives unconditional love
1: no matter what because are you perfect do you sin every day mm-hmm. i'll tell you right now i do yeah. i sin every day i'm trying to work on my mouth cussing i i have negative thoughts almost all the time my mind's always racing mm-hmm. i'm always in a hurry these are all things so that you're not then supposed how to do how do
0: we sit back and judge somebody and hold a grudge exactly because they did us wrong exactly when we think of how many times we've done jesus wrong yeah when i realize that yeah it's pretty tough and
1: not even jesus it's it's just who are you like you're nobody i'm nobody we get this high yeah but we get this high yeah right we get to i feel like i i can't stand it we get this high self-esteem thing about like the status of like this this uppity status of like how like you're somebody it's like bro
0: but i think that's where you were at with your running probably well no i feel like that was when you fell on the bike you you had yourself up here. You were on cloud and is it nine? Is that how it goes? Met you for lunch that day before your bike ride. Uh huh. You were feeling yourself. You were like, you felt fit. You felt like your body looked good. You were feeling good about everything you were doing. Yeah. The bike ride, the running, the all of it.
1: Because mm-hmm. I like it.
0: And everything that was coming up, it was making you feel good. Yeah. Like you were on top of the world
1: yeah it kind of so good. i may
0: say it that way but i know it like, wasn't like i wasn't that on drugs
1: intense. that how i see it is like yeah you know i had an accident and you know i wasn't on drugs or nothing i'm not on i'm not drinking i'm not on pills i'm not whatever you know it was a healthy thing but at the same time too much of something is unhealthy mm-hmm. and uh that's just what happened i'm learning i gotta dial it back now like God guy just putting me in this position to like no like hey man slow down that's really what the moral of the story is is slow down be patient and he's teaching me patience in a lot of ways right now it's and you know i thank him for it I've, i've thanked him for putting me in this uh you know god's working for me right now and he's not working against me for anybody who's going through something right now god's working for you not against you he's trying to teach you something um and if you've been going through a problem for a long time, it's probably because you haven't learned your lesson.
0: Haven't been listening. You me. haven't
1: been listening. And, hey, I wasn't listening either. I'm a very stubborn person. Anyone who knows me knows I'm stubborn as hell. And the only way to get my attention is typically by – it's like the worst-case scenario most of the time. And for this one, it was breaking my bone. And I, I f- feel my- like
0: in a sense, your runs, <sighs> even though it wasn't that way, were almost like running from – him,
1: it's running from him, or is running from was, my was, problems that I was I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. My way of coping, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but you know, if if you're going, if someone's going through it, it's just you gotta learn from your mistakes. Uh, and I don't really know how to conceptualize. I mean, I'm still learn. I'm am still like you know trying to get it. I mean, it's it's nerve wracking, bro. Like,
0: so since you slowed down, you've been uh doing some reading. Yeah. with your bible yeah and and the scriptures really speaking to you which yeah. is nice it's kind of mind blowing kind of speaking to you um going to church in the service you feel like it's speaking to you yeah all the time uh and it's and it's good and it's nice and it basically is reiterating that you you need to put him first and it's reiterating that um you need to listen to him yeah. You need to let him lead you is yeah. is what you're getting so far. Yeah. And I'm glad that we're sitting here doing the podcast, whether you post it, I don't know if whatever that's called. Um it's just good to do what I feel like because you're gonna be having surgery in the next couple of days or so. Tuesday. And I feel like um Tuesday. By the time this post your mind by the time this
1: post it'll be tomorrow. Like, you know, today's Sunday, so
0: I feel like it's apparently it's minor surgery, right? Yeah. And he's already in this short amount of time worked on you spiritually. You, you feel like you're already connecting in a more spiritual way and have a better direction on where he wants you. Mm-hmm. But where he wants you past this point of healing, it's questionable. Uh, you don't know. No. You don't know. And you're mm-hmm. just kind of – learning to listen to him and put him first and sit back and be patient is what you're saying Mm -hmm. he's teaching you patience and giving up control is what you said yeah and waiting for him to show you where your next steps are because you actually don't know you thought you knew you thought you were going to be mr athletic and uh go oriented in that aspect although you still maybe yeah he, maybe. he he you're waiting on him to speak to you and tell you what's next so that's yeah. that's interesting and we don't know when he's going to tell you how he's going to tell you but I'll be anxious to know where that leads yeah mm-hmm. and and it's good that you you're in in you're in a good spot for the most part yeah cuz I feel like on yeah. a daily basis you you still have been struggling ups and downs with the uh,
1: with it yeah it's it's not it's not easy it's Mm -hmm. it's not anybody who walks with god knows it's not easy Mm -hmm. it's it's just not dude it's i i could sit here and complain and and whatever but like i said earlier there's a lot of people going through a lot of worse stuff but you still have to be able to give yourself that sympathy and that you know Mm -hmm. have be empathetic to yourself be Mm -hmm. loving to yourself and i am and it's that's what it's teaching me it's teaching me to rest my body which I wasn't mm-hmm. uh, it's teaching me to understand people who I have hurt in the past mm-hmm. people who it just put me in their shoes mm-hmm. it's just he's making me see things in a totally different light and I love it like is it
0: empathetic or sympathetic which is it
1: well you have empathy for people and mean you can be sympathetic it's like you sympathize for someone like oh you know how I'm feeling for you but empathy is like you're you you kind of you're feeling like they're it's but they're almost both the same thing it's doing the same work it's it's just so
0: he's making you because you are because you you sometimes tend, it's love, you man. tend to come and go <laughs> and love. and be uh, you tend to come and go past people but you're you're actually slow down enough to stop and notice people and what they're going through and maybe see it from their point of view 100 percent. It, se- it seems and like i understand the perspective you're getting these days. Yeah. And these I next last few days or so.
1: Yeah. And I'm completely, it's weird how I'm completely, truly understanding people. And
0: you're like compassionate
1: for them. Yeah. Yeah, it, I know. It's crazy. And I'm just like, oh, so understanding. It's definitely it, new for you. It is. That I see. That I see. But it's beautiful because it's like, God, is this who you want me to be? Is this who you're creating me to be? It's beautiful. It's like, thank you. Because I don't know. I don't know how else I would have learned it. I don't know how else I would learn this. Uh. I don't know how else I learned this way of being. I, I get it, like that's why I, I really get it. I don't like, know. I,
0: some I, people um, are naturally a uh, maybe naturally strong, maybe naturally athletic, maybe naturally smart, whatever. Or maybe they had to work hard to get there. But then they get this uh, arrogance about them yeah. and think they're above people who are not as athletic or smart or whatever it may be. And um, sometimes you have to get knocked down. And to realize that, hey, you're, you're not all of that, and mm-hmm. it kind of tends to make you feel compassionate for those that, yeah, that aren't at that level. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. that's what's happened to you or not.
1: You know, I'm just gonna I, say
0: I'm not I, athletic, so I'm already at, down here at this level, looking up at people, <laughs> so I'm okay.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like so. I feel like, uh, um, wherever you're you're at, get better. Mm-hmm. that's how i feel about it so <laughs> i'm saying and 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 you still and,
0: come across the same way son you're so but, funny
1: no but better is like whatever that is to you yeah for some people better is like hey dude guess what i haven't walked in two years right i went walking today yeah that's amazing yeah. good job and keep going did you feel good well keep doing it
0: can i say this about grandma yeah so Grandma, uh, has a, uh, uh-huh. hasn't been a hundred percent of herself. So she's ended up kind of like laying in bed. Mm-hmm. What majority of the day that we know of for a while, as much as we know, cause I don't spend 24 seven with her. Uh, she spends m- most of her time. She, she gets up, goes to the restroom, comes back to bed. I, mm-hmm. she eats in bed. As far as I know, she eats breakfast in bed. Like it's like a lot of bedtime. She'll go to the doctor. I don't think she does much out of the bed. Like, I don't even know how to say how much time she spends in the bed. So, um, went by there yesterday and she's sitting on the back porch and I was just like, awesome. But I thought, well, she's not going to be out here very long. So let me sit out here with her. Cause it's like a matter of five, 10 minutes. She's going to be huffing and puffing and want to go back to her room. Yeah. But she wasn't, she was actually the whole time she was out there breathing normal talking normal she didn't seem winded at all and i thought that was awesome so i don't know where her health is but the fact that you say even if you just get up and put your shoes on that day right or get up and go check the mail that day count that as your exercise that's doing something more than what you had done before if you're like bedridden every day right um if you're able to so i just thought it was pretty awesome for her in that sense that she and i was like man this is good i wonder how many days she's coming out here and sitting for this long because just sitting outside is so much better than her sitting in her bed inside yeah and uh i thought it was just really good and she, i think we were out there an hour and i don't know how long she was out there before we got there That's crazy. so i thought that was really good um on her
1: part can you press cancel
0: hey make no sound but yes
1: um No, it's awesome. And I, yes, that's what I mean. I'm not trying to, I don't mean to come off as arrogant. I'm a passionate person. If you know me, I'm a passionate person and everything comes off. So you you can't sometimes hear the tonality of how I'm saying it. You have to hear the words that I'm saying and, Mm -hmm. and don't let it like, don't let it, don't. I'm sorry this is what i say it, don't be so sensitive about it oh, yeah i don't feelings. know how to say it yeah i don't know how else to say it because like people just know was, all people also know that's how I, I that's how i am too blunt blunt so
0: across, uh...
1: but i mean it with love is like that you know don't be so sensitive when you hear something because like that for me i mean dude i could be so sad about like my arm be all upset and stuff but what i'm doing is is why i think everyone should, i would love for everyone to do I would say is to seek Jesus and seek God. What I would say is that if you don't have Jesus in your life, then while well, here we'll take the time and and do it now. So see if I can see if we can get it. Uh, just repeat after me. Lord, wait, Je- wait, wait.
0: So, so if you don't have Jesus in your life, if
1: you don't have Jesus in your life, Jesus has done everything for me. He's, he's gotten me to this point and he's about to take me so much further. This little minor setback is uh, it's a, they. who knows it, if you know, you know, minor setback for a major comeback. This is exactly what it is. I feel the strongest I've ever been in my entire life right now. I feel m- more in control in my life than ever because I'm not in control. You gave up control. I gave up control. God's God's guiding me. And mm-hmm. I feel so sound and safe in that decision. Like I feel like, Hey, if I gave it to my God, my Lord and Savior, and they're working on it, they're not going to forsake me and put me in it. It's going to be hard, but they're not going to put me in a position where it's hard. They're going to lead me to something good as long as I continue to be obedient and, and work, you know, in in good grace. Mm-hmm. And He's not going to
0: give you more than you can bear. Yeah, and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to says. be.
1: Yeah, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I'd like to take this opportunity if you if you don't have if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you've if you've if you're anxious if you've been sad if you've been running away from your feelings literally running like I pretty much almost how I was or if you I feel like you
0: were running from God I feel like he was trying to get a hold of you and say hey I I want control of your life and I feel like you were running.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Because you were controlled. I don't know freak. why. I wasn't, in that, is, it wasn't in, was he, was not it wasn't. But not
0: in a really negative way. But it, wasn't it was just an intentional. It, a partial, yeah, it, was just, it wasn't an intentional runaway. I agree.
1: It was just like a subconscious, like yeah. something was like distracting my mind from him. It, it was just for part some of the process.
0: I feel like.
1: I think uh, the devil is probably distracting me because he want he knows what's coming. If if you gave up at.
0: control to God and let God lead you.
1: Yeah. Cause I think what happened was is that the devil knows that he, I don't think that he thought that maybe I would take this route of being this positive and leaning on God. Most people don't, most people can take the wrong route. I could have went back to drugs. I went back to alcohol. I've had a Absolutely. lot of stuff this year. Very, very hard, very lonely yes. stuff to lean on. And Hey, I'm and happy where I'm at.
0: I felt like, in the emergency room to be Mm -hmm. honest with you son had those thoughts where is he going after this where are we going to end up
1: the best thing to do turn to god Mm -hmm. that's what i did that's my that's my key thing to everybody turn to god Mm -hmm. and and hey man this is a jesus love podcast you know i'm a christian and i would say before i'm a christian i follow christ Mm -hmm. you know like i don't I don't do the whole religion thing, but I do follow Christ and his teachings and what he characterizes and how to love everyone to not judge anyone and let that's just not for us. We're just there to be the light, be good and bring people to Christ, not forcefully, not Bible thumping, but by showing genuine, true love Mm -hmm. and letting the Holy Spirit convict from there on and and guiding them to a true life of love, peace and, and happiness and joy. There's a difference between joy and happiness, and yeah. and joy in your life is amazing. But anyways, can I, can I get to it? Yes. All right. Sorry, keep interrupting you. Okay. If you've never been, if you haven't been saved yet, you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I I was the type of I was a person not even uh, in Thanksgiving of last year is whenever I went finally Thanksgiving of last well like not Thanksgiving but like uh, in November of last year was the first time I went to church in years and years. And I always said I would never go to church, never. I was like, I'll never go to church. I'll, even whenever I didn't accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and savior, I I was always like arguing it. I was always like, you know, I believe in God, but I don't believe in the God, Christian God. I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus Christ. You know, uh, all these things, you know, like it's agnostic talk uh atheistic talk it's just it's those things or atheism whatever you want to call it it's just that it's that kind of talk but i'll tell you what the if you watch the fight john jones first and foremost gave his love to his lord and savior jesus christ and it's just so touching because he was on drugs i don't know how he is now but he was he was on drugs and you hear a lot of these guys turning their life over to Christ and it's a love and an energy in them. Uh, Tyson Fury's another one. It's this energy in them that you, you've never seen before. You'd almost think that they are higher on drugs all the time because of the, the ground that they walk on. It's just holy. It's just, it's not easy, but it's just, you got somebody to go to. Mm-hmm. And for me, who's almost alone quite often, it's beautiful mm-hmm. how he's been there for me so much, especially through this time. I felt him more than ever during Mm -hmm. this time and i thank him for it so i get where you're coming from and if if it's the answer is not the answer is not in those clubs i'm sorry like the answer isn't in the clubs the answer isn't in the bottle the answer isn't in that joint the answer isn't in that blunt it's not in those in that powder it's it's not in cocaine it's not nothing no the pills nothing the answer is inside jesus christ He's going to give you love that you've never had before. He's going to take away your anxiety, take away your depression. And so I'll get to it. Uh, just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. And so if you said that prayer then you've been saved and you should try to find like-minded Christians and it is a lonely road i promise you it's very lonely at first because you're going to start things are going to start smelling different and tasting different And what i mean by that is that your spirit is going to be open now and you're going to feel it and when you go to drink it's not going to feel right Oh, even more you're going to feel it when you go to smoke or hang out with those friends and you're around there's gonna be a part of you that's like that sits back and says whoa this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it ain't for you is because you're not being antisocial. It's not because you're an introvert. It's because that's just not the right place for you. Everyone the is Holy an ex- Spirit convicting it's you the that whole-
0: that's not what Jesus' plan is for you.
1: Exactly. So you need to remove yourself. You're going to have to find some new friends.
0: But you got to listen.
1: And you have to listen. You don't always
0: listen. Yeah. That's and it, our took me,
1: it took me a long time to listen. There's people who walk across their whole life and, you know, don't listen. Don't listen.
0: It's hard to give up some things, even though you know the Holy Spirit's convicting you to stop doing it.
1: Yeah, if you want, man, come to church with me. I I go to Lakewood. I know a lot of people say bad things about Lakewood. I know a lot of people say bad things about Joel Osteen. I've heard it all. What I would say is, what's one hour or two hours out of your Sunday? Don't ever have to do it again. Try, Try it. Try it.
0: To each their own. They may or may not like you it. You may
1: go try another one. It, it may be another church that you like. But, you know, I just wanted to extend that. um Extend that. I don't even know what to call What would you call it?
0: Invitation to go.
1: Yeah, but no. like extend that, uh, you know, asking them to like the altar call. The Holy Spirit, basically the Holy Spirit put it on my heart to extend that um, invitation to be saved. Yeah. Um, and you know you may not say it today, but you know if if you did, fantastic. Text me or message me mm-hmm. and let me know you did. Um, and then if you haven't or you didn't say it, then you know, that's completely fine. Like it's hey, it's each of their own on their life on the way they, the they want to live. But uh,
0: but if you're not in a good place in life. Yeah. And you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you recommend saying, Yes, accepting Him by saying what you said, mm-hmm. and then getting into a church mm-hmm. and pursuing God and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knowledge builds faith.
1: I wouldn't be who uh, does a scriptural, that's mm-hmm. biblical. Mm-hmm. Knowledge does build faith, or the Word of God builds faith. I don't know, faith, whatever. Hey. I'll look it up. <laughs> I got y'all next time. No, uh, I wouldn't be, I will wrap it up a little bit.
0: So the, but, but the point though, that I, why I wanted to sit with you today too yeah, well, is, is because, um, I want your, me personally, I want your life in front of people because I feel like people can relate to you and what you're going through in life. Um, just like our first one, and the struggles you were going through at the time and where you went from there. And you seemed like you were going on a good good place. But then uh, this kind of uh, bump in the road came about. Uh-huh. And I feel like people need to see that because they need to know that even though you were on a good path with uh, your podcast and uh, your running, your marathons and everything, uh, that was all good. And then you have an accident that yeah. stops you from being able to do that. So then yeah. where do you go? Because mentally, Cedric, uh you you battle with your mental state of mind on a regular basis. uh right. pretty strong, I feel like than than some. For whatever reason, I feel like your mental is like all extra. <laughs> i don't know if you're extra i don't feel like you are but i feel like your mental state is extra and you handling it yourself for you seems to be a lot and it seems to be a lot of people in your age i don't know if it's all ages but i just feel like a lot of people around your age um handle or are in the same state as you are the mental is is overwhelming and it's a lot to handle and uh i just definitely wanted to share that you had a bump in the road with your break of your collar put a stop to everything you were doing all your plans all your positivity necessary in a way and um kind of threw a wrench in things and, and you had to figure out well why now what and why and 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 you uh feel like it's a spiritual message from god mm-hmm. and uh control give him the control and uh let him lead your life and you don't have that answer yet, but you do know you need to do the surgery. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole thing. Cause you, you don't like doctors and medicine and needles and any of that. <laughs> you really don't, but you know, you're going through it cause you know, you need to recover mm-hmm. and then the whole recovery. So I wanted to mark this moment so we could see where you are down the road from now and see how you recover and how well you do and where God takes you from this point. Yeah. And if it, continues to be with the running and how you get back into the running and how well that goes and your recovery process, because it's a long time of not being able to get out and do anything physical mm-hmm. at your level of physical that you like to be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, cause you can walk, but you want to run, you mm-hmm. want to do more, you know? Mm-hmm. So we'll see how you mentally handle that. Once you do another podcast on yeah. you, because yeah. it's a, it's gonna be a battle. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, the victory's already won. You know, that's how I see it. That's Good. how you get through it.
0: You know, it, being positive.
1: You know, just reaching on God's word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He says the battle's already won. He's already conquered death. He's already won the battle. Like, there's, he went through the worst that any of us could go through. Christ did. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it like that, it's like, what's a broken well, arm? dude? Dude,
0: You can't pull that one out on me.
1: No, but I, that's what I'm, that's the way that, yes, okay. What absolutely. I'm trying to say is like, that's how well, you then look it's at like, it. Oh,
0: it's a walk in the park. I can get through this somehow, some it's, way. It's not
1: easy, but it it's just like, Hey, look, easy. man. But like, it's not
0: the same as what Jesus went through. So, who well, hey, am I to complain?
1: <laughs> he can, I got to lean on him for strength and yeah. he has like, God has made me who I am. I tell everybody, like, you know, who you see isn't me. You know, what you see is a spirit. When you see me, it's a spirit. Nothing outer. It's just all spirit. And the spirit is God. Like, he's in me. He's dwelling in me. He's living in me. And He. that's why I got to watch my mouth. And I don't believe that I've cussed this entire time. Not that I've been trying not to. but
0: I think you haven't
1: which is good. You did good. because you have before because I'm trying to keep them on the forefront of my mind to be because people are going to watch and they're going to see like, oh, he's cussing up a story and talking about God. It's like in my other ones I have. But you know, that's the part of growth. Mm-hmm. That's walking with Christ. You want to see what it is walking with Christ? Watch the podcast because I've grown and I'm trying to get better because when you see me and all humbleness, I want you to see God. It's a lifetime of growth yes because i want you to see a a person who's when i say i want you to see god when you look at me is that i'm a child of god Mm -hmm. i walk with him i try to read his i read his teachings i pray every day and therefore it's like oh that's an example of what walking with christ can do it Mm -hmm. makes you happy it makes you feel this passionate way it makes you feel it should you know if you're walking correctly i think it should and if you're not man i'll tell you like i really honestly everything in me is holding back the enemy is holding back because like he wants me to be very like negative on like this whole situation it's not a very happy situation i'm in it's not like i've been up and down lately on a roller coaster hard the only thing that is keeping me sane the only thing is god had i not have god in my life i don't know i really don't know i wouldn't be here on this podcast
0: you would be in a pity party yeah and and i'll be drinking
1: yeah, you have medication. I mean, because and I like, get to what's
0: drink? what's the point of <laughs> what's the point of uh, eating healthy and not drinking if I can't exercise? Well, yeah. might as well just go drink and waller and self pity and and order donuts.
1: Yeah, um, but I know he's got he's got. Oh, speaking of donuts, cream. dude, let's go get some Italian donuts from Olive Garden.
0: <laughs> really?
1: No, seriously. We'll order them and we'll go get the house.
0: <laughs> Sounds good.
1: But uh, wrap it up, huh?
0: Dude, it's your podcast. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, I, I mean, could go on forever. You know me.
0: Don't don't. Short and sweet's better, please.
1: Um.
0: So we're 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 leaving this off. Yeah. This chapter of SETI. Uh, sorry. I don't care. Uh. <laughs> sorry. Go for it. Um. That you've uh. Been in control of your life, which is good for you. You're a very controlling person, especially of your own life and what you do. Not anymore. But you've given that up. <laughs> yeah. God's helped you see that, hello, I'm trying to get your attention. I want you to go in the direction I want you to go. So let's put a stop, since you're not listening to me very well. Uh, put a stop to it. And now that I got your attention, which he does... Let let's let's go in the direction, and that's where he's taking you, and yeah. and he's guiding you. So be interesting. So we'll see next time. You you want to have a seat? Where you're at? Where he took you? What what you've learned, and and how you're feeling? And we'll see.
1: Wherever he takes me, I'm ready for it. Yeah. That's as long as you of-
0: let me, I, I'm I'm gonna still be here for the ride because i I'm enjoying watching it. You are my <laughs> entertainment. Just so you know. <laughs> You know, I don't watch much TV. I don't go to the movies. I don't go out do anything. So, you do know if I'm spending time with anybody outside of the the other family, kids, and everything, it's you. So it's just like, so what's what's on the entertaining (laughs) thing tonight? Where's Cedric at now? What has God showed him now? How has He showed him the error of His ways and what He should do better? or you know so it's 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 a really interesting thing to watch and i'm glad you're staying in a positive healthy state as of right now and that's really good yeah thank god glory be to god absolutely
1: yeah seriously i'll leave it at that Mm -hmm. glory be to god that it's Mm -hmm. not for me it's all for him absolutely okay uh thank you for watching and love yourself so that you can go love someone else And God loves you. That's all I want to say. I thought about it. God loves you. Uh Okay. I love you too. And just, yeah, love everybody, man. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.